Well, good evening, folks. It's uh, good to see you all out this evening. And we do pray the Lord has a blessing for us. Uh, you may have guessed by the two hymns we sang, we're going to be looking at the, the Bible tonight. And uh, if you have one of your little sheets, it is uh, what the Bible is. And we're going to look at several points about what the Bible is. Please turn to Psalm 119. Psalm 119. And I'll just read uh, one section of that psalm. And it's starting at verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn, and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Except I beseech thee the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand. Yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. And we know that God will add a blessing to the reading of his inspired word. Let's ask the Lord's blessing in prayer. Our gracious God and our loving Heavenly Father, again we just bow before thee and weakness and we ask Lord that you would undertake as your word goes forth may it be back with power from on high and even though it's a, a simple word this evening yet anything in your word is profound we ask Lord you bless it to our hearts would you pray Lord you take the speaker head him behind the cross let no man be seen save Jesus only we'll be careful to give you the praise and the glory in our Savior's precious and worthy name amen amen Folks, let me start off by asking uh, you a question. It's a rhetorical question. You don't need to shout out the answer, okay? How much do you, how much do we love the Word of God in these days? How much do we really understand and appreciate what we have? Now, if I was to go around each one of you and ask you privately and personally, do you love the Word of God? I'm sure I would get a 100% positive answer. Right? Amen. Now, here's the next question. <laughs> How long do you spend reading the Word of God you say you love so much on a daily basis? Or maybe over the period of a week. Or maybe over the period of a month. Maybe you don't spend time in the Word at all. Maybe you say to me, but Pastor, you're too, I'm too busy. I, I can't spend time. I come to church on Wednesday. I, I come to church on Friday. I come to church on Sunday morning. Sunday, I'm just too busy. Well, as I've said before, if you're too busy, generally speaking, to be in the Word of God, then you're too busy. We need to allow 
time for the reading of the Word of God. It's essential. It is imperative that you, a child of God, that I, a child of God, spend time with God in His Word. Today or tonight, I want us to look at what the Bible says to us about itself. I'm hoping we'll get through it all. I'm doubting, but I'm hoping we'll get through it all. Uh, hopefully, uh, even though we may not get it all finished, I hope we uh, get an encouragement out of what the Bible is, what it says to us. And to do this, we'll be referring to Psalm 119 quite a bit. But you need to do some work at home. You need to get involved in the reading of the Word. Now, let me just give you a couple of little facts in relation to Psalm 119. And you probably know this. But Psalm 119 is the longest of the Psalms. It has 176 verses. It is divided into 22 stanzas or divisions or sections, if you like. And there's eight verses in each one of those sections. And each stanza, each section, begins with the Hebrew letter. A letter from the Hebrew alphabet. Or to be more precise, it is a clause which introduces each stanza. Now if you look at the beginning of Psalm 119, you'll see underneath it, A-L-E-P-H, Aleph. That's the word A, if you like. And then if you go down to verse 9, you'll see Beth. That's the word B, the letter B. And so it goes through the Hebrew alphabet, introducing each one of these stanzas, right down through the whole 176 verses with 22 stanzas, eight verses in each, preceded by a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Now some people seem to think that the Psalms are just a book of poetry, which it is, but it is so much more. Tonight I want us to look at what the Bible is, or if you like, what the Bible says to us. Next month we will look at what the Bible does. I'll be speaking, God willing, in about a month's time on a Wednesday evening again, and we'll look at what the Bible does. Now, in this psalm, there are only two verses that do not mention or refer to the Word of God in some way. All the other 174 verses mentions or uses words like thy word, law, testimonies, ways, precepts, statutes, commandments, judgments. As verses 122 and 132 do not use any of these expressions. And in verses 84 and verse 121, they use the word judgment, but it's not thy judgments referring to the word. Now, if we go back to verse 1, we have a very positive beginning to this psalm. We are told that we will be blessed if we keep his Word, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law 
of the Lord. So we're promised blessings. And many other books in the Bible were promised blessings. Who can tell me another Bible book that starts off with blessed? It's a well-known one. One that our pastor preaches from. Quite a bit. Okay, that's another psalm, but another book. Revelation. Blessed is he who readeth, and so forth. And so we, we do get a blessing. God promises blessings to those who read his word. Now that word undefiled in verse 1, blessed are the undefiled, that literally means the mature, the perfect, the, the, the sincere, uh, those who are close to God. So for believers, born-again Christians, we are promised blessings if we walk according to his law which is the word of god okay let's go to our first point and it's in verse 9 look at verse 9 please of psalm 119 it says here wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word what a blessing the Bible is a cleansing agent. The first part of this verse is a question. And the second part gives the answer. Wherewithal means how. How shall a young man cleanse his way? How shall a young man live a clean, pure life? How can I live a calm and clean and pure life? Says David. It's a question, but again, it's another one of those rhetorical questions because David answers it himself. To David, the answer was obvious. He says, by taking heed thereto according to thy word, or in simple terms, by being obedient to God's word. Folks, if you really desire to be clean, if you really desire to be pure, and acceptable before a holy God, then you need to be in the word of God. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to thy word. By being in the word of God. By taking heed of the word of God. By being obedient to the word of God. If you want to be pure and clean, then read it and study it. And be doers of it. Because it will give you victory over sin. And guide you and keep your life pure. Keep in the word folks. It's a cleansing agent. John 15 and verse 3 says this. Now ye are clean through the word. Which I have spoken unto you. This was the living word. Speaking unto the disciples. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And in Ephesians 5 and verse 26 it says this. The apostle Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus saying. In relation to the, the Lord's body, the church. That he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. It's a cleansing agent. Please turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 16 to 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 16. 
And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. That ought to be enough to keep us from sin, isn't it? As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. The Lord wants us to come out from the unclean thing. He wants us to be in his word that we might be clean and pure before him. Please turn to Matthew 23. And you know when I say Matthew 23, it's the uh, woes and so forth. But Matthew 23 and verse 26. Matthew 23 and verse 26 says this. Thy blind Pharisee cleans first that which is in the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Cleanse first that is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. In other words, get your life clean before God. You're rotten inside. You're like a sepulchre inside. You're full of dead men's bones inside. It's a stench. That's what the Lord said to them. He says, clean up your lives. May you be clean inside before you get the outside right. Now, please turn to 2 Timothy. Oh, we just do not have time to spend uh, on these verses. Each one of them would preach quite well. But 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 20 to 22. Verse 20 to 22 says, But in a great house... There are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, that's cleansed, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, Faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. God wants us to be pure. God wants us to be clean. God wants us to deal with the sins that so easily beset us. So the first thing we learn about uh, what the Bible is, the Word of God, is that it is a cleansing agent. Now, I said you have to do some work at home. It's up to you. But look up some verses to see about cleansing. See what the Lord says about itself, about the Bible itself, and you will get a surprise how often it is mentioned. So, cleansing. It's a cleansing agent. And by reading it, studying it, obeying it, we will have the victory over sin. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Okay, the second thing in this psalm about the word of God can be found in verse 24 of this psalm. Verse 24. What the Bible is, the Bible is a cleansing agent. Hopefully you can see that. Then in verse 24 we see the Bible is a companion and a counselor. Verse 24 says this, 
Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. So it's good to get into the Bible. It's good to have a counselor to go to. David says that the word of God was his counselor. It gives advice. It gives guidance. It gives direction. Verse 104, it says this. Verse 104. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. If you want to know what is false, if you want to know what is unworthy before Christ, then study God's word. God's word will teach us. It will guide us. It's our counselor. Through thy precepts, through the word of God, I get understanding. Folks, there's always someone out there, isn't there? There's always someone out there who will offer advice. I remember hearing a story one time about a, a lady uh, over in Russia. And she was traveling by train with her little baby son, just a few months old. And it was a terrible, terrible night. The snow was many feet thick. It was a blizzard. And she happened to ask a person, well, when do we get to such and such a stop? He says, oh, actually, it's the next stop. When the train stops, you'll be there. The man was male meaning. But the man didn't know there was problems with the snow and the track. And the train stopped for just a few seconds. And she was able to jump off. She wondered how and why she would have to jump off. No platform. But she jumped off. And the train immediately went off and left her. True story. And apparently she was found dead. She listened to advice. She listened to someone who thought they were given sound advice. And folks, there are many people out there that will offer their advice. And they think they're giving sound advice. And they might believe in the advice they are given. But the best advice we can get, the best counselor, is the Word of God. The Word of God. Now, that doesn't mean to say you stop going to Pastor Gavin and asking his counsel. Look out for godly men. Look out for godly women, you young ladies, and they will give you godly advice according to the word of God. David says in verse 23, look at verse 23, Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. So David said... Other people were speaking against me. And he sought the word of God. He stated that the testimonies was his delight and his counselors. He, he not only sought the word of God and read the word of God, but he obeyed the word of God. She said, but he delighted in the word. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. His delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the Bible. His delight is in what God says to him. And uh, you can read the rest of that at Psalm number 1. It did not run off and seek men's advice. David says, princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. 
What a blessing. He's teaching us here that we don't need to worry about what people say against us. We don't need to get down. We don't need to get distraught. We just need to run to the Bible and see what God says to us. Folks, we don't need advice when we have God's advice. Please turn to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 and verses 20 to 23. My son, keep thy father's commandments and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon upon thy heart, and tie them about thy neck. When thy ghost, it shall lead thee. When thy sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandments is a lamp, and the law is a light. Similar to verse 105. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Folks, the word of God is our instruction Manual. This is the word that we should be going to. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Okay, the third thing I want you to see is that God's word is a song to sing. Now, there are some good singers here tonight, and there are some average singers, and there are some like me. Uh, some of them who can't hold a note virtually. Uh, Vicky and I will be trying to sing in a few weeks' time, but God has given us a new song in our heart. Verse 54, please. Verse 54 says, Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. Thy songs, or thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. King David sung the Bible. King David sung the word of God. This was a song. And folks, that's why we stick to biblically based hymns. The statutes that David spoke of are the doctrines and the truths and the teachings and the exhortations of the word of God. And David exhorts us to sing. And it's good to sing. To sing from the heart and to make melody before the Lord and to uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Psalm 81 and verse says this. Psalm 81 verse 1. Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. So nobody is left out there. Nobody's left out. Psalm 95 verses 1 and 2 says, O come. Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 15 says this. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19 says this, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. James chapter 5 and verse 13 says this, Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. And so over and over again, right through our Bible, we are exhorted to sing. What the Bible is, it's a song to sing. 
but sing proper godly songs. Songs that uh, elevate, as it were, the name of Christ. Uh, things that glorify the Lord. Uh, that's why we, as I said, stick to God-fearing, Christ-exalting hymns and songs. Uh, some of the so-called hymns out there today uh, are nothing but, a, let's say, unfortunate and repetitious. Uh, others are just worldly and upbeat. I remember when Vicky and myself and Pastor Ernie and Liz Vesley uh, were going to a conference and it started on the Monday and on the Sunday night we uh, popped into Warwick Baptist Disco because that's just what it was like. We went into Warwick Baptist Church and uh, we came through the door and nobody welcomed us. There was nobody there. Uh, we went up uh, to the middle of the church and nobody came to speak to us. Uh, we weren't given a hymn book. And so we stopped somebody who walked past and said, Look, uh, where's the hymn books? I said, we don't use those. Okay, so we waited and uh, they started. And folks, it was unbelievable. That's Vicky. It was like a disco. They come out, about four or five people, and they took up their positions in a semicircle. And I think he was the pastor. We didn't get to meet him. But he was in a ragged shirt and one of those jeans that were all torn at the knees. And I started clicking his finger. No, he, he, read a couple of, he read a couple of lines first. And then he started clicking his finger. He said, okay, let's go, let's go. And it became a disco, and we got up and walked out. And we could hear that music halfway down the street in Warwick. Folks, that's not worship. We don't want to be involved in that. We don't need that kind of music in our churches. We don't need, nor do we want, a disco and drums and electric guitars. Sing unto the Lord a new song. He's put a new song in our hearts. When we sing, we praise God with our lips. When we sing, we rejoice in the Lord and celebrate a new life in him. And the new song that he's put in our life, Psalm 40 verse 3 says this, He has put a new song in my mouth. When we sing, we give thanks to God for what he has done for us. Verse 54, Thy statutes have been my songs. The word of God has been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. So the Word of God is a cleansing agent. The Word of God is a companion and a counselor. The Word of God is a celebration in song. We've got about halfway. We're going to have to leave it there this evening. Time's rolled on very quickly. Uh, we need to spend time in prayer because of the situation in our country and so forth. So we'll leave the rest of that to another time. But give credence. Give time to the Word of God. Spend time in the Word of God. It's a cleansing agent. It's a companion and a counselor. It's a celebration in song. May the Lord bless his Word to our hearts. Amen.